Hey there, my name's Paul and this is Out of Neutral, a weekly tune-up where we look to the Bible to get in gear and follow Jesus into the life he came to make possible. Today I want to talk about what convinced even the most adamant atheists that God is real. It's amazing how many things we accept on faith. In science class, we're taught about the existence of molecules and dark matter, and we all nod our heads in acceptance. In history class, we learn about the lives of Julius Caesar and Napoleon Bonaparte, and no one questions their reality. But when it comes to the existence of God or the life and message of a person like Jesus, the standard changes. We need evidence and confirmation, and rightly so. We recognize that there's more at stake. Challenge is to figure out what that evidence might actually look like. What could God, if he exists, do to convince us that he's real? I think our first instinct is to say, I'd need God to show me, to convince me that he's real. That seems like the scientific solution. I wonder how practical that really is, though. First, it would require asking God to appear personally to every person on the planet in every generation in history. Not hard for God, I guess. But would one appearance really settle the matter? If not, how many times? It's easy to imagine a person having this incredible experience of God and the next day second-guessing. Did I imagine that? Was I hallucinating? And what if you do believe? What do you do next? Wait for God to appear again? The fact is that many people have been moved to faith after Jesus appeared to them in a dream or they had a remarkable encounter with God's presence. I've met some of them and have heard the accounts of others. I think that's the last resort, though, rather than the standard way. There's another way that many people haven't considered. Would you find it convincing if Jesus appeared to someone prominent? They would have to be intelligent enough that we'd know they hadn't just pulled one over on them. Ideally, they'd, they would have to be unsympathetic to Jesus, so there wouldn't be any question of bias. Better yet, if they were an ardent opponent of the faith. And there would need to be others who were there to corroborate the event and record it. Would that be enough to convince you? The Bible records a dramatic encounter with just such a person. Several years had passed since the death and reported resurrection of Jesus. His teachings were being spread by his followers, and the religious establishment was in full damage control. A young Jewish scholar named Saul was committed to stamping out the young sect. He had given his support to the stoning of a Christian martyr named Stephen already, and now he was headed to Damascus to arrest more. On his way, he was blinded by a light in the sky, and a voice from heaven revealed himself to be Jesus. That voice directed him to Damascus, where he was told he would be given further instructions. There, a Christian would also heard from Jesus that, through a vision, appeared at the door of his house, healed his blindness, and baptized him. What do you do with an account like that? Maybe you think, yeah, but I've never met Saul. Well, the fact is that many people in his day did. He had trained under one of the top rabbis of the day and was a respected anti-Christian defender of Judaism. Maybe you're thinking, he could have just made up the story, though. That could be true of anyone, I guess. But in Saul's case, he had everything to lose and nothing to gain by making up the Jesus story and converting to the faith. 
He would have lost the status and reputation he had been developing for years. Most of his friends and family members would turn on him. As a Christian, he would be beaten, imprisoned, and eventually executed for his faith. It's almost impossible to conceive of him making up this story. What's even more remarkable is how he changed. The person who had tried to stamp out Christianity went on to write almost half the books of the New Testament. The one who was known to threaten his opponents with violence and murder became known for his message of grace and love. The man who had started his career vowing to take people's lives ended his career by giving his life for his newfound faith in Jesus. How do you explain the change in his life apart from the appearance of Jesus to which he testifies? Saul's story isn't an accident. Jesus appeared to him and transformed his life as evidence for you and for me. In 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 15 and 16, Paul, Saul, who became known as Paul, put it like this. Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the foremost. I received mercy for this reason, that in me as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience as an example to those who were to believe in him for eternal life. Jesus had your doubts in mind when he revealed himself to Saul. Respond to him today. That's all for this time. Today's video has helped you get out of neutral. Leave a comment, share it with your friends, and subscribe to join us in the journey.